So grab a friend and come on in and join us. Oh, and don't forget your Bible. Hello, Joey, Lizzie. Hi, Peanut. Hi, hi Mrs. G. Oh, hi, Mrs. Jones. Thanks so much for bringing the children over. Oh, not a problem. I should be back in about an hour to pick them up. I promised Mrs. Alsop that I would pick up some diapers for her from the grocery store. You knew she just had a baby, didn't you? Oh, yes. We visited her in the hospital and actually got to see little Meredith Alsop. Oh, wonderful. Okay, I'll be back. You need to get inside. It's really cold. It sure is. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye now. Boy, it sure is cold out. You can say that again, Peanut. Come on in and get warm. I think men are more warm-blooded than women, so I'm going to turn the heat up a notch. Mr. G likes to keep the house so cool, even in the wintertime. <laughs> Where is Mr. G anyway? Mr. G is already in the living room. Can we put our shoes right here, Mrs. G? Sure, Lizzie. Whatever is comfortable. Hi, kids. Hi, Hi Mr. G. G. Come on in and sit down. Wow, your faces are all red. Did you walk here with Mrs. Jones? Yes, we did. It's cold outside. It's freezing. Did you know that Mrs. Alsop, my teacher, had a baby girl? Yes, I did. Isn't that wonderful? Do you know her name, Joey? Uh, oh no, I forgot. Her name is Meredith. I like that name. It's pretty. In fact, when I have a girl, I want her name to be Hazel, the color of my eyes. Peanut, why are you already deciding your baby's name? You aren't even married yet. Well, Joey, you have to have things planned out ahead of time. Oh, boy. Girls. Lizzie, are you all right? You look kind of sad, and you haven't said a word yet. Well, I am sad, Mr. G. I have some sad news to tell you. Last week, I learned that one of my be best friends died in a terrible car accident. Oh, Lizzie, I'm so sorry to hear that. What happened? They said she died instantly. Her mom was driving her to school. She went to make you stop at a stop sign, and it was raining, and she slid and hit another car head on. The other driver was fine, and her mom lived, but, but she died. <laughs> oh, Lizzie, I'm so sorry. Here, Lizzie, t take it. Take a tissue. Thanks, Mr. G. You're welcome. You never know what a day will bring, kids. I'm sure that that little girl didn't wake up that morning thinking it would be her last day on Earth. I know her parents must be devastated. I don't know what I would do if I lost my baby girl. Wonderfully, one can look to the Bible for strength and comfort in times like these. Why did God have to take her away from her mom and dad, Mr. G? 
Lizzie, sometimes we don't know why God causes things like this to happen. There are thousands of children that die every single day. Every single minute, people die all over the world. It only affects us when it's somebody we know or love. The Bible says in Hebrews 9:27, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Mr. G, uh, do, uh, what are we going to study today? Well, Joy, I actually had prepared something else to talk on. But under the circumstances, I think it would be important to look at a few verses on the reality of death, why people die, and even more importantly, the second death. What do you mean the second death? Do we die two times, Mr. G? No, the second death has to do with being cast into hell, Lizzie. We're going to discuss that today. First, though, we need to review our memory verse. Who wants to say it? I can, Mr. G. Great, Peanut. Go ahead. Let's see. Ezekiel 18, verse 20. Here it is. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Excuse me. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. God hath said in his word, The soul that sinneth it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son, neither shall the father bear the iniquity Was it unfair for God to take my friend away from her mom and dad? No, everything that God does is perfect, and according to His will, Lizzie, we may not understand it at the time, and perhaps never understand it, but God knows what is best. None of us know when we're going to die. In fact, we have no guarantee that we will be alive one minute from now. Mr. G, my older sister Hannah, once told me to think about my heart beating. What is making my heart beat and beat and beat? She said it was God. Your sister Hannah's right, Peanut. Every second our heart has to beat in order for us to stay alive. It pumps the blood into our body and God is in control. He can either cause it to keep beating or start for the very first time like little Meredith or at any time if it is His will. He can cause our heart to stop beating. Wow, that is scary, Mr. G. You see, kids, eventually this body is going to die. We can be a baby still inside our moms, 
or 5 years old, or 49 years old, or even 100 years old. Like I mentioned earlier, it is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. What is really important is our soul. Is our soul saved, or is it still spiritually dead? Our soul never dies. It either lives forever with Christ in heaven, if God has saved us, or it will be in agony forever in hell if Christ is not our Savior. Remember God says in Matthew 10:28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. What does our soul look like, Mr. G? Well, Lizzie, no one can actually see their soul since it is invisible but it is just as real as our physical body that we can see with our eyes. Mr. G, did Lizzie's friend go to heaven? I don't know, Joy, but perhaps she was saved. None of us can see inside someone else's heart. And I do know that if she was not saved when she died, there is no more hope for her. There is no more possibility for salvation once someone has died. That is why it is so important we make sure that we have been saved by God while it is still the day of salvation, while we are still alive, and while Christ has not come back yet. But I don't understand. I thought we couldn't do anything for our salvation, Mr. G. You're right, Peanut. Salvation is a gift entirely by God's grace. We don't deserve it, and we can't work for it in any way. The Bible also says in 2 Corinthians 13:5, "Examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith, prove your own selves." And in Philippians 2, verses 12 and 13, we read, "Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. We can read the Bible and plead for God to save us. Oh, I see, Mr. G. Thanks. I hope these verses help you, Lizzie. Remember, the comforting thing is we can go to the Bible when we are looking for answers, and we can always go to the Lord in prayer. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, Pray without ceasing. And Philippians 4, 6-7 through 7, beautifully instructs us to be careful or anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Can you think of any other verses that would be helpful, Mr. G? I especially like Philippians 4.8 very much, Lizzie, because no matter what kind of a day we're having, there's nothing better than to focus on the Bible, God's holy word. Would you like to read it, Joey? Sure, Mr. G. Philippians 4, verse 8. Uh, here it is. Finally, brethren... Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, report. If there be any virtue, oh, okay, 
virtue and it there be any praise. Think on these things. Great, good job. Thanks for the verses, Mr. G. They do really help out a lot. Oh, you're welcome, Lizzie. We'll remember to pray for you and for your friend's family. Maybe if they are not saved, God may use this tragedy in their lives to point them to the Bible and to the only hope of salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, kids, thanks for listening. We hope you learned something new today from the Bible. Remember to be sure and read your Bible. Kids, we've come to the end of our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International and Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!